In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Jesus says, Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. What does Jesus mean when he says that we can only find life by losing it? At first glance, it seems like an incredibly morbid teaching. Jesus seems to be saying that we can only enter his kingdom through a martyr's death. His words certainly do allude to the extreme case of martyrdom, but he also knows that most of his followers will not suffer this gruesome fate. When he says that we must first lose our life to find it, Jesus is speaking about another kind of death. The death Jesus calls his followers to is the death of self. Dying to oneself means dethroning ourselves and enthroning God, saying no to ourselves and yes to God. It means abandoning ourselves into God's hands and making him the ruler of our lives. We die to ourselves by developing a continuous awareness of the demands of God and the needs of others. One writer says that the life of constant self-denial is the life of constant ascent to God. On the surface, this may seem like a scary proposition. The way of self-denial may seem somber and joyless, a life with no fun. We cling to ourselves and resist giving ourselves fully over to God because we fear what he might do with us. We imagine that if we give ourselves wholly to God, he will not act in our best interest or challenge us in a way that we are not ready for. We worry that he will make our lives austere and monkish or send us to Siberia's missionaries. At root, we don't abandon ourselves to God because we don't trust him. We don't trust that he wants what is best for us. We think that God's good and our good are different, and that we know ourselves better than he does. We question his omniscience and that God's plan will lead to our flourishing. So we withhold ourselves from God and give him just a small part of our lives. We savor what is earthly and not the things of God. One commentator reflects that, is it not perhaps the fundamental problem of discipleship 
and the spiritual life in general, that despite our ardent desire to serve God by following Jesus, we really still secretly nurture an almost ineradicable conviction that we know better than God. God cannot truly understand the very peculiar nature of our character and circumstances. We want to love and serve God heroically, but we do not trust that God is greater and wiser than we are, knows us and our circumstances better than we know ourselves, and is therefore quite capable of structuring every minute of our lives in the best way. In other words, our lack of trust makes us want to play the mature adults before God's omniscience. And we find Peter doing exactly this in our gospel passage. He plays the mature adult when confronted with God's plan for salvation through Jesus' sacrificial death. Not long after St. Peter confesses Jesus as the Christ, and the Son of the living God, he pulls God's anointed Son aside and tells him that the road to Calvary is not the way to salvation. The Messiah must not suffer. St. Peter rebukes Jesus for his outlandish plan. He literally stands between Jesus and Calvary, the rock on which Christ will build his church becomes a stumbling block to Jesus. St. Peter becomes an obstruction to the salvation of humankind and himself, and he dictates to God how things should unfold. He dethrones God in his heart and enthrones himself. He savors the earthly way and not the heavenly one. And so do we. St. Peter is not unique. We rebuke God's way with just as much boldness as he does. And we do so daily. We assert our own way over God's with the same confidence. We think we know better. Our own way seeks to bend the world to our own desires, comfort, and security. We place the avoidance of pain and the pursuit of pleasure at the center of our lives. Christ's stern command to St. Peter should ring loudly in our own ears. Get behind me. You do not know the way that leads to life. God's will for us can only come to fruition by following Jesus and not by enacting our own plan and forging our own way. Your best self, your God-willed self, can only be found by submitting to Christ's way. And submission to Christ is a death but it's a death that produces abundant life. 
When we die to ourselves, we open ourselves to be remade in Christ's image. Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The loss of our self-willed self turns out to not be a loss at all. It is only abundance and gain. It is only goodness and joy. It is Christ. Let us die to ourselves and bear fruit a hundredfold. Let us find our true selves in the Lord Jesus Christ and surrender to his will. The late Pope Benedict spoke beautifully about opening ourselves so Christ may enter. He says, If we let Christ into our lives, we lose nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing of what makes life free, beautiful, and great. No. Only in this friendship are the doors of life opened wide. Only in this friendship is the great potential of human existence truly revealed. Only in this friendship do we experience beauty and liberation. He continues. And so today, with great strength and great conviction, on the basis of long personal experience of life, I say to you, dear people, do not be afraid of Christ. He takes nothing away, and he gives you everything. When we give ourselves to him, we receive a hundredfold in return. Yes, open, open wide the doors to Christ, and you will find true life. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.